Join the Geek Therapy Discord server and talk to cool people about cool things. You can join us at geektherapy.com slash discord. Welcome to Headshots, the psychology and gaming podcast on the Geek Therapy Network. My name is Oswald Cardona, and I'm joined by Lauren Keller. Hello. Lauren, you played anything lately? I have been playing a whole lot of Apex Legends. <laughs> so the plan was, hey, let's just play it a little bit so we can talk about that ping system. Let's talk about nonverbal communication in games and, and how far we've come and how great it is. And we've just been playing Apex for... yeah. I got mad hooked. <laughs> <laughs> like last two weeks? So yeah. Good. It's been great. So I definitely want to talk about the the ping system because I think that it it's a game changer. I think it, it, it really makes a huge difference. The more I think about it, the more I've I've thought, how did I play before <laughs> there was a ping system? Yeah. And, and I have many examples um, regarding that. Uh, but do you have any thoughts on, on just this type of inclusion in a game, this type of feature in general, or the lack of it? Like, do, do you feel like there was a need for it? Did this come out of nowhere? Like, what are your general thoughts on, on this particular example, a ping system in Apex? I definitely think it's important and uh, necessary. Um, I think nonverbal communication in video games is uh, really important in multiplayer games because not everybody has the same ability to communicate. And that can be, um, you know, people who are deaf or hard of hearing. That can be people with communication disorders like stuttering. Um, that can be people who don't speak English natively. Or don't speak at all. Um, it can be for, uh, you know, people who have babies or young children or old people who are trying to sleep. Um, it can be for people who can't afford to buy a mic. Mm -hmm. Or your mic a, broke. <laughs> or your mic just broke. Yeah. Um, and then on a, on a personal level, it's useful for me as a woman because uh, sometimes I get a lot of shit for having a female sounding voice on multiplayer games, but with the ping system, I don't have to use my voice at all. Yeah, over the years, I've generally stopped playing with voice chat on unless Same. I'm playing with friends. Same. A, and a big part of that was because I was getting harassment from from men. Yeah, no, and I didn't have uh, that experience, but a lot of jerks out there. A lot and of jerks out there. Yeah, yeah. It's just, ugh. And sometimes just the quality of the audio coming through, not even just the quality of the... <laughs> of the of the words coming through right? <laughs> just the quality of the audio um you know music in the background other people yep uh just a million Dogs different barking. things yep yeah <laughs> all yeah. sorts of stuff yeah sometimes the the echo of the game coming mm -hmm. because people are playing with speakers and they can't hear you know how horrible it sounds for us and so i just like turned off chat altogether and you know, like the, <laughs> my favorite thing from our, from the Geek Therapy Discord is that we can, you know, have these spots where we can just join up with friends and, and, and it's just us. We don't have to talk to anybody else. And for years I've played, no, I, I've, I've talked in the past about how I love to play Destiny and I just, I don't play with the mic on ever unless my friends come on. And in, in Destiny, it's not, it wasn't too bad because there was always an objective and even things like a public event that had 
different objectives in different places. Once you play enough, like everybody knows what to do. So there wasn't really any need to communicate. Like you couldn't do a raid in Destiny without speaking to other people, but you could go through a strike. It's like just go down the hallway, follow the waypoint. <laughs> it's it's that easy. But in a battle royale game, that was a lot harder because enemies can come from all sides and there are if you're playing in teams, there could be anywhere from I guess 50 to 98 other people who you have to look out for or your enemies and yeah i mean i just that was really hard so when when apex came out and just out of the gate had the ping system it 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 changed everything for me and it's really hard now like i said before to think how i did it before like we were playing this week and i remember I was doing something that was not very helpful, which was I was telling you and Zach how to uh, like, oh, um, you know, I hear things on our, on my left. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not helpful because you're not <laughs> facing in the same direction I am. Or you could be, but you probably aren't because you could be facing, you know, every other direction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Zach was doing helpful things like saying, you know, I hear an enemy, uh, you know, in the northwest and and there's a visual on the HUD that I can see, oh, Northwest is this way. That's a lot more helpful. But I'm not very good with directions in general, in real life, in video games at all. Mm-hmm. So the the ping system, for, for people that don't know, allows you to use R1 on a controller and just ping, <laughs> which means you're, you're using your reticle to mark something on the map. And depending on what you're uh, pinging, it's contextual so it'll change yeah that's i mean that's the coolest thing to me is because like i've played games where you can you can place markers on the mini map or whatever but not something that's so varied as apex's system where it's one button but you can uh you can point to a location you can label an item you can label an enemy you can uh call dibs on somebody else's labeled item you and how does that work? Like, give, give me specific examples of those. Um, okay, so when you start the match, you're flying over the island, just like all of the other Battle Royale games. And um, one person on the team is designated the Jump Master, and they get to decide when you jump out of the dropship and where you go. Um, and so using the ping system, you can mark locations um, where, you know, it's like, oh, I want to go over to the artillery place. And the the other players who didn't place the first marker can assent to that. They can also ping on the same spot and their character will be all like, over and out, heard you, like we're going to that place. And it's really cool to have that, that kind of um, contextual conversation going on without actually having to, to talk. Yeah, like in Fortnite, you can mark a spot on the map it's like as a, as a suggestion, right? Mm-hmm. But there's your character doesn't really say anything, and if two people mark on the same spot, it doesn't matter. But like you yep. said, if you mark there first, I can put my reticle over the same spot as you, and then I get the option to kind of agree, mm-hmm. and not just suggest, but also like, yeah, I want that too. Let's do that. It's still up to the jump master, but we just said a lot. Like two people said, "Hey, let's go here." I agree, and all we did was click the same button. Yep. Yeah, and the, the same thing applies for um, marking items in the game. There's, uh, you know, there's guns and ammo, and then there's health packs and armor packs. 
uh, and stuff like that. And so, you know, they're all individually marked. You're still pressing the same shoulder button. But if you're, you know, looking at a specific gun, it'll say there's this gun over here and it shows up on your teammates page or screens. And um, if they ping on the same spot, they get to call dibs on it, which is really cool because then it's like, oh, you know, I'm running through a warehouse and here's a piece of armor. I see that one of my teammates, you know, isn't wearing armor. I I highlight it and then they can be all like, yeah, I'm coming over there, dibs. I'm going to get that. It's really handy. It also like that that flows very nicely into the um, the thank you button, which I think is also super important in the game is after... (laughs) um, you call dibs on something or somebody drops something and then you pick it up uh, for a short period of time on your screen shows up a little uh, button prompt. And if you press down on the D-pad, your character will say thank you to the other character. I think being polite is very important. Agreed. <laughs> and like this, this may be the best part because in a battle royale game where you're constantly picking up gear at the very beginning when you need armor, for example or you're missing a gun or you need ammo, it's like, yeah, I can I can yell out, hey, Lauren, over here, <laughs> there's something here. And I can jump up and down on the map, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know, a classic, classic move. <laughs> and then you're looking around and you're like, okay, I see you there and then I'm coming. But instead, I can walk over the chest, mark the armor, it announces it to everybody, and then I can just keep going and it yep. stays on your map. Like, And you can see it. And if you want to get it, you go get it. If If not, you ignore it. And like you said, if two people want it, you could just call dibs on it and that doesn't hold it for you. But <laughs> but it's it's the type of thing you would do if you could if you were speaking, right? I mean, mm-hmm. even though we're speaking, it still it still makes it so much easier. It right? does. Like, oh, I saw it first. Dibs. I want it. <laughs> when you're playing such an attention hungry game like like a battle royale game where you need to be you know focusing on the map and you need to be focusing on your surroundings to see if enemies are nearby and you need to be you know checking for new loot in rooms and you know making sure that you're undercover when you're in you know kind of open places paying attention to hear gunshots off in the distance or footsteps nearby and being able to sort of offload some of that that cognitive work into the game and let the game just, you know, take care of that for you is so nice and makes me feel like way better at um, being able to multitask in that way of trying to keep track of so many aspects of the game, knowing that I can just easily ping something and then, you know, move my attention on to the next thing is really good. I remember yesterday, I jumped in and you and Zach, our, our stream team captain, was, you were both playing and I jumped into the Discord and you were both so quiet. <laughs> and I couldn't see what you were doing, but it's very possible that you were pinging different things, right? You were actually communicating without having to speak. And I like the way you just put it, right? Like there's this additional load, this additional cognitive load that comes from, okay, I found this thing and I'll have to tell the person where it is and I have to tell them in a way that's useful, Mm-hmm. But now you you don't have to worry about that. Just ping, keep going, and you keep doing what you were doing, right? Like, I don't have to stop and kind of guard the armor for you or keep a lookout or jump up and down. I can continue to do what I need to do for me while you decide if you want to use that information that I put out there or not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's super useful and definitely, I don't know, because because so much of the game is is listening for, you know, 
hints that some you know an enemy is nearby. You're listening for gunshots, um, or you know you can hear the sound of of enemies reviving each other. That has its own sound, and so listening for all of that stuff is so important to the gameplay. And you know, being able to talk through Discord is is really useful. Um, and there are things that I can more easily communicate verbally. But when I'm like, you know, it's the last couple of minutes, the ring's really small, we know there's only two teams left besides us. It's like, I don't want to talk because I want to hear every footstep in the game. And being able to ping at that moment is so good because instead of being like, oh, I think there might be somebody over there, but I'm not sure, I can just hit the button that pings that location. Or you can pull up the... um which I don't use very often, but you can pull up the the communication wheel and specifically uh, there is there is one that says, like, I think that there are enemies here. Um, hmm. But you can just use the shorthand and ping ping the one spot and be like, ah, yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. it's here. Ah, ah. <laughs> and I'm, we, we had a debate about this and I forgot to confirm, but I feel like I only need to click the ping button once. I'm actually looking at an enemy and it'll automatically mark it as a red spot and say there's an enemy there. Mm-hmm. And then, but we can also do a double tap, right? And it will also say, hey, enemies there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the double tap for the enemies is um, sort of the faster way because if the enemy is moving and you try and regularly ping them, they might move away from your reticle and then you just place a regular marker. Yeah. So the double tap lets you specifically be like, there's bad guys. Ah. <laughs> Well, I like it too because I'm like, is that a is that a bad guy ping? Yep, it's a bad guy. <laughs> it's an enemy. Uh, and th- again, that that is super helpful because when you're playing a game like this, using the example that I gave before, where I'm saying, oh, you know, enemies on our left, that's not helpful, <laughs> right? So, but by pinging, we know. Actually, I, I love it when somebody appears from an opposing team, and all of a sudden, I get all these red marks on the screen because I think the instinct is to just mash that <laughs> that button right and yeah. all, of a sudden, all these little red dots appear i'm like okay they're definitely over in that direction <laughs> and, the panic the panic yep. ping ah, ah, ah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes the game so much more fun because it sucks to like get sniped or or you know someone sneaks up behind you and you never noticed or you see somebody and then i say behind you and then everybody looks behind you in different directions and mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you know we're, we're all dead and it feels like obviously communication has improved, but it feels like you feel like so much more like a team. Yeah. Like way more coordinated, even though you're speaking less. Yeah. And it's such a simple tool. I mean, I think it's it's impressive and it's it's not simple in the way that it works uh, contextually. Like the the designers put a lot of effort into it and it works amazing. But yeah. for the user, it is so simple and it just and it makes the whole experience so much better i mean it's no surprise that a couple weeks after that fortnite added a ping system to fortnite because because why wouldn't you i mean i can imagine (laughs) playing uh, any game right like this and then you go back to a game that doesn't have this and you're like oh i miss it you know yeah and it's yeah. been it's been so long since i had a feature in a, in a game that affected every other game i played since yeah definitely uh celeste's um assist mode accessibility features and then 
Apex Legends ping system. <laughs> I'm like, every game should have these things in them from now on until the end of time. This is so good. If you, if you don't put it in your game, you're bad. You, you got to put it in your game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there are many games in Celeste that people, you know, mention like, well, you know, I wish I had Celeste's this thing or I wish you could mm-hmm. do this. Uh, I mean, how many times did it come up when, when we've talked about Sekiro in the, in the last couple of weeks? A lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so you've been playing a lot more than I have. And and so I know you've probably been playing alone. I mean, meaning, you know, not with friends, mm-hmm. with, with complete uh, randoms. And so how has the ping system helped you without a mic? It's been good, though I do notice that sometimes, like, players won't use use it at all which is really (laughs) frustrating because i like i hear them shooting and uh on the ui it'll show which of your teammates is shooting by putting um a little muzzle flash next to their name so you know who's shooting and they're color-coded on the mini map so you know where they are if they're close enough to show up on your mini map (laughs) but i i don't know where the bullets are coming from so i'm just like please ping please ping but then every so often you get a game with somebody who's really good about pinging and they always say thank you when you, you know, when you drop stuff for them. Yeah. And it's like that is so great. And it makes like the experience of playing, even though I 100 percent prefer playing with, with you and the stream team um, just because it's, you know, it's more fun and I'm, I'm hanging with my bros. I'm having a good time. But definitely people who utilize the ping system make it more enjoyable for me to play with them to the point where it's like I've I've sensed the um after a match you can send an invite to people to to team up with you yeah. and <laughs> that ah, that is the one thing I do wish Apex had was some sort of way to like give thumbs up to your teammates mm, um yeah to be yeah. all like wow you did really great I want to give you like a gold star uh <laughs> Like in Overwatch. Yeah, like just like in Overwatch. But the, the invite button has basically become that for me. If I'm playing by myself and you play nicely and you ping and you're not a jerk and you're not spam pinging the same thing that I'm already aware of, uh, <laughs> I will send the invite just as basically be like, hey, you're not an awful player. I would play with you again. You don't have to play with me. That's fine if you don't want to. But I just want you to know I would play with you again because you don't <laughs> suck. <laughs> And it is a good feature. I mean, this is an exclusive to Apex, but you know, you don't have to send a, an invite through Xbox Live or the PlayStation Network. It's just within the game. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, do you want to team up with the people you just played with again? Yes or no? I like that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, again, to, I, I don't think that there's that I haven't mentioned about the about the ping system. That I, I don't know how how else to express how much I love it <laughs> and how how great yeah, it's made the experience. It's so good. I know. And, and so, and, and I'm glad you mentioned the, the thank you button too, because that is such a, uh, just another example of such a simple feature. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, there is a relationship or a, let's not say a relationship, let's say there is a, an interaction between two players, right? How can we make that experience more positive? Be able to say thank you. 
Yeah, that's it. Right. Like there's no, (laughs) it's so, so easy. Um, when uh, in Monster Hunter, there's this wheel and you can program all these different emotes and things to, to tell your team. So there are things that I have programmed and certain events happen. And other times they're just like this encouragement, right? For the whole team. I'm like, yeah, team, we did it. Like you rock, whatever. Like, and, and I, I, I love to do that. There's something that feels so good about telling the people that you're playing with that you enjoyed playing with them, that you appreciate them, you're thankful for what they did, you had fun without having to put on a mic. <laughs> yeah. Or it, pulling up the uh, the terrible PlayStation keyboard and typing something out and sending it to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no like easy way on any of the consoles or I mean you could use like a phone app or something like that, but that's an that's yeah. an extra step. And yep. Again, like, what else do you need, right? You don't need Apex could have added seven layers of of uh, different reactions and comments and put them on every button and then made you like you know map them and they could have done a million different things, but they didn't. It's just have one option. It's thank you. It's like, do you want to be cool about it? You want to say thank you? You can say thank you. That's it. And I like I because I've had the experience. I think it's really special. I wonder. I wonder what people would think hearing about something like that for the first time, especially maybe someone who doesn't play video games. It's like, oh, you can say thank you in a video game. Like, why is that such a big deal? Because you you couldn't, like, that's something I would do in real life. And I can't do that in games easily, particularly if I'm not, if I don't have a microphone on. Because with the microphone, to be honest, uh, over the years, I've... On occasion, I've used mics or, or I've had the, the game chat open by accident. And I've actually played with people who are pretty cool. Or I've played with friends of friends who are pretty cool. And in general, I've had really good experiences where people are saying like, oh, thank you. And, and here you go. And does anybody need anything? There's like this camaraderie that's really great. It's not always. It's not everybody. <laughs> but it happens. <laughs> and... There's something about uh, this pro-social design in the game, right? Where it's like, no, you can't say, screw you, right? It's You only have the option <laughs> to say, thank you. <laughs> yep. You don't have the option to say, you took my stuff or no, I wanted the other one. It's just you either say thank you or you don't. And that's it. There's there's so much in that simplicity. And again, that, that design choice. I mean, there's been... A lot. Uh, I talked to, um, I actually did an episode with Patrick O'Connor, uh, who's also on the stream team now, uh, about Overwatch's pro-social game design. And th- that was that felt so good. And it's so good to see that here. And I'm with you. Like, I wish that at the end you could, I don't know, like, do a little more, like a thumbs up, like you said, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. But maybe, I mean now we can do all that kind of stuff throughout the game. You know, there's all these moments where we can help each other. That isn't just like reflective. It's just like in the moment we can, we can be so helpful okay, and, and so easily. I don't know. I just love it so much. <laughs> it's great. Uh, we haven't talked about the um, text to chat and chat to text stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Which, yeah. So a- apex legends has the ability to, um, to do text to chat and chat to text, so uh, what your what your teammates are playing can be like read to you in your ears, or what you're typing can be spoken to them in their ears. Yeah, which I haven't 
utilize that yet because I, I don't need to, but I'm really glad that that feature exists. And I have played with two people so far where they used the um, the text to chat. They didn't use it a whole lot in game, but they both used it right at the beginning of the match to say like nice, positive, like uplifting, we can do this team stuff, which I thought was super sweet, even if it's, you know, just a little tiny bit weird hearing the robot ro- voice. Okay, that's what but, I was going to ask. Like, what is it? What, what kind of voice was it? Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's the the robot voice of <laughs> the internet age. <laughs> but, uh, you know, not, not the creepiest robot voice I've heard. Gotcha. Um, it Honestly, it, it sounds like it could be another character in the game where it's just okay. like there's the spunky robot Pathfinder and then there's the, like, much more subdued text-to-chat robot. (laughs) (laughs) Less excited about the the murdering, but does want you to know certain information. Yeah, no, that is is huge. And it's huge that it goes in both directions. Yeah, yeah. Because it could have just been one. They didn't have to do that. (laughs) And they also didn't have to do that on day one, which is... Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It says so much about the Respawn team that this was uh, on their list of priorities... Yeah. That when they yeah. launched the game, they could have launched without pinging. They could have launched without text-to-chat and chat-to-text. They could have launched without that thank you button. And I believe all of that was there on day one. Which is, I think, yeah. those were things people were talking about. You know? I mean, the game feels great. It, it feels, you know, like a, like a complete game. It feels fun. It's got, you know, great characters. It, it looks great. All that. But these these quality of life improvements which again whether you need them or you don't they can they can still be helpful which is i think mm-hmm. something that we've talked about in the past too yep it doesn't hurt anybody to have these features in there <laughs> no and and i mean you can you know you don't have to press the button and you can mute your teammates so you don't hear their pings um so if if it's bothering you you can totally opt out of it which is great i mean i wouldn't but you could if you wanted. That's, I didn't know that's you could awesome. do that. I didn't know yeah. you could do that. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so just they're they're literally trying to please everybody with that. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm super duper impressed because, you know, communication in games is already like complicated because it's so contextual to what the game is and what your goals are within the game and how you interact within the game space but they really committed to to having this and not only did they get it in there but like it works really well so far for me at least you know like I said earlier is I I don't know that I could go back to games without this system now because of how useful I find it again just going into a game and saying you know, it's on your left when, when it's not. <laughs> just, it's going to feel it's really, very funny, really weird. Yes, yes. It will always be funny. <laughs> Consider this your invitation to Geek Therapy's Discord server. We've got channels for probably too many things, but it's great and we'd love to have you there. Go to geektherapy.com slash discord to join and chat about games and other stuff you care about. Again, get your invite at geektherapy.com slash discord. All right, so let's talk about other games that have nonverbal communication uh, either built in or have some cool features. I know you have a list. What do you got? I do. Um, actually, I just want to, before we switch totally off of Apex, um, they have some other nonverbal communication aspects in there that we didn't touch on before. That uh, that would be the um, color coding 
of the the weapons and items um and the the things that you don't need show up with a little um, x through it so that's very quickly communicated um to you and your teammates what you know what you're picking up and what you're not picking up um and then there's also we didn't really touch on this but the the more negative side of nonverbal communication and that's including like teabagging or uh taunting that kind of stuff um there's not too much that i've experienced in apex i've definitely gotten teabagged a couple of times but um not excessively so not enough to to annoy me i guess <laughs> <laughs> come on respawn you could program it so if someone is standing directly over my corpse they cannot crouch let's fix it <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I feel like the, I just want it to be funnier. (laughs) It's like, if, if you, if you crouch, like there's the normal crouching animation, but if you're on top of a body, when you do the crouching animation, instead you do something like really silly, like, you know, a dance move or the splits or (laughs) whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually better than teabagging, but it sounds funnier. Maybe. Maybe I'm just tired of teabagging. I'm ready for a new way to razz people on the yeah. internet. Yeah, <laughs> revolutionize teabagging. Respawn, come on. Um, and and I do I do want to reiterate uh, what you were saying before because I feel like you you said it, but it's not. It is so freaking convenient and so so good to walk up to a piece of armor and it says, "Now oh, you got this already," or "No, you have better than this," mm-hmm. <laughs> or. Uh, again, the, the, the color system, I guess it's something that I'm more familiar with. Um, yeah, the color coding has been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Where like things are different tiers, but that's, it's always appreciated. I mean, I don't think you could do a game now without that, right? Because it just, it would be too confusing. And Mm -hmm. uh, there was a game recently that had that where it was so, oh yeah, it was Anthem and (laughs) Anthem, (laughs) Anthem was very confusing. Like you had a weapon, you're like, I don't know. I don't know if this is better or worse. And like you have good. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, what what are these specs? Like it was very, very confusing at first. I'm assuming it still is. I know it's one of the things that they'll, that they've said that they're going to, they're going to improve, but it was, it was just not implemented well because yeah. And this is very straightforward. It's like, Nope, these are, these are your tiers. This attachment is better. Like all the all the guns are base, and then all the attachments, then they can be different le- uh, levels, right? Except for ex- some exceptions, right? There's some weapons that are um, special and like, but they they look very different, right? But for the most part, the level the guns are all the same, and then you can improve them with different color attachments. And yeah, the way it works, again, you don't have to think about it. Like <laughs> it's so frustrating to go into a menu and start comparing. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is this one better than this one? Is this thing, what am I looking at? And then there's like five different variables and this one just makes it so, so simple. It's like, no, okay. I got a blue attachment. I'd prefer a purple one. <laughs> That's much easier. Oh, it's so yeah. good. It's so good. Like you said it, it was good, but I just want to make sure that people understand it's really good. It's so, so good. good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm glad you brought up those points. Okay, the the last the last thing I'm going to say, and this is, I guess, I, I'm referring to Apex, but it's also more general to games that just have a ping system in them. But there's um, 
you know, there's the task oriented pings where you're, you know, you're pointing to a location or you're pointing to an item or you're pointing out an enemy. Um, Like those are specific, but there's also like, like a culture aspect to it. Um, The the example I'm going to use is in Apex, uh, the worst gun is the Mozambique shotgun. And there has become this sort of like social thing where people will ping those as like a an inside joke of like, ha ha ha, here's the bad gun. Um, But it's really interesting to think about like, in a in a communication system that is, you know, it's pretty rigid, you don't have control over like what what is being said or whatever but people have still figured out a way to have like social jokes and stuff like that it's really neat to think about yeah like i mentioned jumping up and down earlier mm-hmm. like that's not that's not a universal sign for come over here but i don't know it feels right no, or shooting I, I, or shooting I, at something to point at it right? yeah you can do that i use the um the crouch dance where i, I crouch and stand up a lot quickly as sort of my like hello friends hop 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 and uh you know people will pe- uh, if i'm playing with randos sometimes they'll do it back and it makes me feel like ah yeah this person gets me they're they're truly on my team because they did the dumb crouch dance with me now we're synced up we're gonna defeat all the enemies together <laughs> uh, destiny has a lot of dances Mm-hmm. And and emotes and those are a lot of fun. Just dance parties at the end of of a strike or a difficult battle, like those are always fun. But there are so many now that some of them like depends. Like you can get creative with how you use them. There's one that I that I really like, where I'm trying to describe it. Uh, imagine that I am looking around, like left and right. And, and up and around and just very confused and like open my, with my arms open like what what, what, what? and then the <laughs> yeah. emote actually says like Josue is confused <laughs> and, and, and I like that one because sometimes like you're trying to solve a puzzle or you don't know where to go with your team and I'll use that one and it's it's pretty funny it's pretty funny that's great one of my favorites yeah. in Destiny is also the the chicken dance from well, it's it's like eight, one of the chicken dances from Rasa Development. <laughs> Hell it yeah! It is the goofiest looking, <laughs> and I kind of use that as a taunt. And, uh, <laughs> yep, I like that one a lot. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, Fortnite dances, those are great. Um, Dark Souls has the Dark Souls series has um, various emotes, uh, including. Um, some of them that are nicer and some of them that are a little aggressive. Um, but then again, people will come up with their own their own way uh, to emote in game. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of the the uh, dual shield dances that people would do in Dark Souls, where you <laughs> equip a shield on both arms, and then when you um, hit the bumpers to do the shields, they move up and down, and so people will be like wiggling around the map with their two shields. <laughs> doing the shield dance and stuff like that um where it's not you know it's not necessarily communicating anything specific but um it's sort of whimsical way to communicate like i'm a real human being and i'm i'm here having fun have fun with me play with me play (laughs) with me (laughs) i mentioned uh, monster hunter before again uh, monster hunter allows you to type in pre-recorded things so like see i think that's almost too much control for the player because i've i've seen some things pop up that i i wish i could unsee 
Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because you can program them to different events. Like, mm-hmm. for example, uh, in Monster Hunter, you can ride a monster. So, like, you can jump on top of it and, and like, uh, wrangle it and and try to take it down that way. And it, it takes some skill to do that. And then you can actually program messages to queue whenever one of your teammates rides a monster. You can imagine <laughs> some of the things that people say when that oh, happens. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oops. Yep. The one I use is, like, on the edge of risque, but it's like, I don't say anything inappropriate, but some are just, oh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but you can program different messages and stickers with, like, thumbs up and way more control for the player, but it is also much more complicated. Like, yeah. I think, let me see, it's been a couple of weeks since I played Monster Hunter, but I think I need to hold down one of the bumpers and then a directional pad to bring up the menu that I want and then use the wheel to pick the one. <laughs> it's like, I knew Ooh, a few yeah. by, by memory, but it's, it's way harder. You know, it, it doesn't pop up and say, Hey, do you want to say something nice to your teammates or do yeah. you want to say something helpful? But it, Oh, and I could program some for like, for example, I could set up healing, for example, for my teammates. And then a message would pop up and say, Hey, I've got, you know, health over here, or I've set up a, a healing spot. And, and that's really helpful. Although it, it didn't have, it would have marked the location on the map. Although mm. it, it isn't hard to find, you know, like it's just us and the monster. So it's not too hard to find. <laughs> uh, but but it's helpful to see that cue come up, yeah. you know, see that message pop up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Another example is Splatoon and Splatoon 2. They are both multiplayer games, but Nintendo is like, mm, nope, we cannot trust people to be good on mic, so we're going to do something else. And they put in two, I guess one is a taunt and one is a, like a cheer, but it's like, it's like woohoo and wah wah, basically. <laughs> um, but it's cool that they had that. And that's all that, you have. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's all you have. It makes it a little bit, it's not super great for communicating. But talk about being color-coded. Like, that's a game where it's very easy to follow along with what's happening. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the color is so helpful. Like, mm-hmm. that team's one color, we're another color, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's extra cool about that is... Um, they considered that, you know, some people are colorblind. And so they, they have a, a mode you can turn on um, where you get to pick the colors of the match and yeah. it'll maintain that. Um, normally, uh, the colors will switch each game. They're always paired together, the two colors. So it'll be mm-hmm. like pink and green are always paired together. But mm-hmm. um, some of them are harder to see the distinction between them than others. Um so it's cool that they put in a, a mode where you can be like, I always want to be blue and I want the other team to always be orange because that's the easiest one for me to differentiate. Yeah. Okay, I have two more. Overcooked and Overcooked 2 have nonverbal communication. They have a little wheel that pops up. Um, and in Overcooked 2, they actually upgraded the system where they have an in-game wheel that pops up that lets you say stuff like... Um, you know, I'm I'm chopping now or I'm cooking now. And then after the after the level, there's a different wheel where you can say like, good job, team. We did it. Or oh, OK, <laughs> which is my favorite. <laughs> one. Just OK. <laughs> um, and then there's also a little a little swear one where um, like the, the various symbols will pop up and it goes. 
like it's Animal Crossing swears. Yeah. Uh, but that's actually, you know, as much as that could be used to uh, negative effect on your team, I find it really fun because it's like you'll go to do something and then like a platform moves and you accidentally throw your burger into the trash can instead of turning it in or whatever. And you're like, no, <laughs> the only appropriate response. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's, it's great. I love, I love overcooked so much. And I think that that aspect is, is really nice. Um, especially since overcooked two actually has online play. So you're not playing with somebody in the same room with you necessarily. Um, and then my last and best example, do you know what it is, Josue? Hmm. No. What is it? It's Journey. Duh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Journey. I love Journey. Journey is a fantastic game. Uh, no voice communication. Your little character makes a chirp noise and you can... Uh, there's a, a designated button for making that noise, and um, you can either do like little ones where it'll go like boop boop fast, or you can hold them and it'll go like a little bit longer, but it's the you know it's the same tone. And when you are playing that game multiplayer, your friend also has that same ability. But I have <laughs> playing that game with strangers online whose names you don't know until you finish the game. It won't tell you their their PSN or their their PlayStation name until after you finish the game. So it's it's a total stranger to you, somebody who has literally joined you on your journey. And they you know, they run up and they go peep, 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 peep. And then you're like, What well, what are you trying to tell me? And then they, you know, run in a circle around you and then start to go off to this one side and you're like, okay, what's what's over here then? And you follow them and they show you a secret and then you go pew 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 pew. Thank you, thank you. It's like such a depth of communication through one button and one noise that like journey came out in 2012 and and i'm still impressed by that seven years later (laughs) i've always felt like there's a lot of projection going on in terms of that communication certainly yeah (laughs) because i can be bashing that button like no you're stupid i said go this way why are you doing this you're doing it all wrong i hate you and you're like oh (laughs) he's saying hi saying chirps so nice (laughs) such cute Oh, he's my favorite. <laughs> I've uh, I've always chosen, or I think I've always it always felt like a namaste to me, right? It's like, hey man, I, I see you there. I acknowledge you, other player, on your mm-hmm. journey. I'm here on my journey. Hey, it's like just like a hey, you hey. know, like like nothing, nothing more, nothing less. But it's the only thing, I guess, to really cement the fact that that's another person that's playing and it's not yeah. an npc right it makes them feel more more real yeah 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 even just the randomness of the buttons right because they're really I, I don't know if people have tried to communicate in morse code you know or, or something oh, like that i'm sure that they definitely have yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> you have to get lucky because they're, you, you don't control who you yeah, match with. You'd both have to know. <laughs> so it's like you, you both have to know Morse code in order for that to work. But I'm certain that it has at least once in the history of that game. There's this one person who just keeps playing and every time <laughs> is just using Morse code, looking for that other person who knows Morse code. Just, Seven years and they're still at it. <laughs> still at it. Just, just trying to find a friend. That's a Twitch yeah. channel I'd watch. 
Worst just that. Oh, I would watch that too. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No, it's just like, it's such a, it's such a fond memory for me because the first time I played through Journey, I had watched somebody play a little bit of it. So it wasn't completely new to me, but it, w- it was my first time playing through it. And I don't know, maybe like 15, 20 minutes in, somebody joined my game. And um, when you unlock everything, your character goes from wearing a red and gold cloak to a, a white and gold cloak. And so the person who joined my game had a white and gold cloak. So they had everything. And then they very, very patiently like walked me around the whole game and helped me find all of the secrets. And, and it's like they were very sweet. And they do like encouraging chirps when it's like, you know, you have to make a specific jump. And it's like I'd land and they'd chirp, 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 like excited with me. Uh, like, you did it. I'm like, I did it. <laughs> and it's so exciting. Um, but I mean, honestly, the best part of that is, you know, finishing the game and it tells you <laughs> that and that person's name was like a tiny fart. And it just it made me laugh so hard. It's just like it felt, you know, the the tone of the game is is like more serious and somber and and so going through this this literal journey with a stranger who happens you know thankfully is a kind stranger showing me all these things and then the reveal of the joke name is just it was mm, very good when i played i didn't know those were other people so oh yeah 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 it was at the end when the other names appeared that i realized Mm -hmm. like oh oh shit those were real people oh wow and my first playthrough, I must have played with like eight different people, mm-hmm. which is, I obviously, I obviously didn't play it in one, just one sitting. <laughs> like <laughs> I went back a few times, that a few times, but there were, there were a lot of people who, who I took that journey with. And and I feel like that's such a cool moment too. And then to, to go back a second time and play it, knowing that those are people and then engaging in that, it's uh that's a special game <laughs> yeah. where you really can't is. talk to other people and you can't choose who you play with and you can still communicate. The jumping in that game too is kind of like, I always use it as kind of celebratory. It's like you did it. Yeah. Yeah. The jumps also, uh, you know, there's such beautiful sand, sand in that game. And so you can, um, you can try and like write out stuff with your, your little feet pattern. I had somebody Whoa, that I never tried that. Yeah, yeah, that that person I I played with through the whole game that they were just like leading me through the game when we got to like the final walk up the mountain and it's all like cold and scary and sort of dark and they're like they they'd walk a little bit ahead of me and then, you know, draw a little heart shape in the snow. <laughs> and stuff just like tearing up thinking about it. It's, it's like they were so proud of me for getting to the end and everything. It's just like, oh. <sighs> Damn, journey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that that does it for for nonverbal communication. That's certainly a good start. There's, you know, always more to talk about, but I think we we covered some good angles here and definitely, you know, many high fives to Apex because is very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that in in way more games. Again, like there, you can't come out with a game now and not have that. So, nope. Whew, I'll be, be yelling, unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be really surprising. I'm sure we'll talk about this again in the future because it'll show yeah. up in ways that we 
that we didn't know. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm excited to see like, you know, people are responding you know, very positively to the Apex ping system. So I'm excited to see as that becomes, you know, more normalized across multiplayer games, um, what sort of iterations start to come out where people start adding to that, maybe making it even more complex, but just as easy to use. I don't know. Could go anywhere. I'm very excited. Yeah, somebody will mess it up. But, but. <laughs> somebody will definitely mess it up. <laughs> but it's going to make a big difference moving forward. Absolutely. And we'll definitely talk about it right here on Headshots. Woo! You can find more Headshots at headshotspodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HeadshotsCast. I'm Matt Oswey Cardona. Lauren is at Chicken Dinosaur. You can come to the Geek Therapy Discord to chat about games and all sorts of other stuff. You can find that at geektherapy.com slash discord. And most importantly, you can come watch us play Apex Legends on Twitch. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash geek therapy. Absolutely. Lauren only plays Apex now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe I'll finally get good. (laughs) (laughs) We should come up with something for it to end headshots with. Yeah. What do you think? Game over. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, that one that one doesn't flow. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to workshop it. Just GG at the end, which is a good, good game. I mean, you know, something more positive. So much pressure. We'll come up with something. Keep playing. Nope. S- uh, stay <laughs> fresh. I'm just going to steal the Splatoon and the Splatoon one. Don't get cooked. Stay off the hook. You. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. Bye. Bye.